thanks for dialing into our podcast. We're the Light Church Bradford here in Yorkshire, England, a church committed to following Jesus and loving our city back to life again. We truly hope and pray this week's message helps you and encourages you on your journey, especially in these really challenging times. Well, welcome to Ilkley Moor. I am Bartat and Barlow. Terrible joke. I'll carry on anyway. And by the way, we have a chorus of grouse surrounded me as the sun sets. They're coming out to play and uh, they're making some strange noises. So it's not interference. It really is just live outside preaching. Anyway, we are looking at the story of Lazarus and how it can inspire us to emerge brighter out of this pandemic. I want to ask you a question. If I was to ask you to think of someone who is a real worshipper, who might you think of? Let's take a moment. Who springs to mind? You know, when I think about who do I think of as worshippers, well, I could name all of my leadership team. I tell you what, they are such whole life worshippers. They truly inspire me. Tarzan, Helen, Steve, Rachel, Josie, you guys are amazing. But I tell you what, I think of Amy Tyson as well. I think of uh, this young woman who is just growing into a worshipper, who worships God with her serving in food banks. She worships God by editing uh, these church services with such creativity. She worships God by reaching out to broken people on a Sunday morning and offering prayer. I think of Kira, the amazing Kira, who works in our TLG education centre, who serves with a heart of worship who shows her love for God through the way she leads and cares for her home church and who also is demonstrating such amazing sacrifice, stepping into the arena of fostering, which is just absolutely inspirational. I could keep going. I could name so many of you and the way you give your whole life in worship. What is it that makes them a worshipper? They are all people who are moving towards Jesus They are all people whose hearts and minds and soul and strength is directed towards him out of love and a passion for him. But not everyone is walking towards Jesus. Some of us are wandering away from him. And I really hope and pray that as we come out of the pandemic, even if you have been wandering from Jesus, you will start walking towards him. So we have been tracking with the story of Lazarus. This is our third week. We looked at how God wants to raise us up out of the COVID cocoon, the COVID cave. We looked last week at how it's okay to take our time to do that, to emerge brighter. And this week, we're gonna understand that we have a choice to emerge as a worshiper or a wanderer. You know, Some people saw Jesus at his most tender and his most compassionate in the middle of his most amazing miracles and they hardened their hearts. Let's read in verse 33. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. 
Rouse joined in. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus was weeping. It was an incredibly tender moment. He was moved at the sadness of his friends. They thought he was crying for Lazarus. He wasn't. He was crying for his friends. He was moved at their grief. He knew Lazarus was about to have a really happy ending. How can it be that you can be in the middle of that moment, you see someone moved with compassion and your response is, couldn't you have got here a bit earlier, Jesus? Couldn't he who healed the blind have turned up and healed this guy as well? It's almost like, God is moving. God is doing something. And your response is cynicism? Seriously. And yet how often can I be guilty? When Josie bounces through the door and wants to tell me of all the stuff that's gone on at Food Bank, how I can so easily respond with, yeah, but what about this and what about that? And just maybe just even not even be too bothered. Forgive us, Lord. You know, I personally think that this COVID cocoon has hardened some of our hearts. Maybe we've stopped believing the best and at times have chosen to believe the worst and social isolation has done that to us. Maybe this pandemic has caused you to trust God less because you look around the world and it's just like a massive thing going on. Where's God in the midst of it all? Maybe you've heard of God moving and you haven't seen God do that much this year because none of us have done that much this year, face it. And your heart hasn't responded with worship and wonder but with cynicism and wandering. You know, I believe that in the same way that this COVID cocoon is going to fall off all of us, if you've allowed any cynicism to creep into your heart, you can allow it to fall off like the COVID cocoon that we've been talking about. And how do you do that? You do that by choosing worship. You do that by choosing to turn your heart, not away from Jesus, but towards Jesus. And in this story, the story of the raising of Lazarus, we see one of the most inspirational worshippers in the whole of the New Testament. Someone who's a living example of what it means to move towards Jesus with all of your heart, mind, soul and strength. Mary of Bethany. It was Mary who in Luke 10 was commended by Jesus for sitting at his feet in a posture of worship, a posture of listening, of learning, of experiencing the presence of God. And Jesus famously compared this to the hurrying around, gradually getting cynical serving mentality of Martha. Martha says in Luke 10, 40, Lord, don't you care my sister's left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one, and Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. You know, I love the wording here, that Mary has chosen what is better. It wasn't wrong for Martha to be serving. It was wrong for her to be getting cynical in her serving. 
you know, when I'm hosting people. And for me, hosting people is one of my favourite acts of worship. If I get frustrated, if I'm thinking, oh, there's me, I'm hosting this person from church or that person from church, and there are other people not doing it, well, that is not the right heart. Jesus would need to have a word with me too. Jesus says that Mary has chosen what is better. She chose to worship, to posture herself towards him and to move towards him. And in the middle of the Lazarus story, we see Mary worshipping again. It says in verse 29, when Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and she saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. You know, I find it really interesting that she uses exactly the same words as her sister Martha. In verse 21, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. They both turn up to Jesus. They both say exactly the same words, but spot the difference. Mary falls at his feet. She gives it her all. And then after all this has happened, after Lazarus comes out of the tomb and is raised from the dead and the grave clothes are taken off him, we only have to turn to the next chapter in John's Gospel and read that Mary continues worshipping. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus lived. No longer dead, he lived. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honour and Martha served. <laughs> Still serving hopefully with a slightly better attitude. Lazarus was among those reclining at the table and Mary took about a pint of pure nard, which was a year's worth of wages, so around about 30 grand's worth of perfume, or whatever the average is, 25, 30 grand, something like that. An expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Stunning act of worship. Mary was the woman who sat at his feet. Mary was the woman who fell at his feet. And Mary was the woman who laid it all on his feet. For many have struggled to really worship God this last year. And that has perhaps made your heart hardened. You've struggled to keep your heart soft. In terms of singing worship, you've maybe just mumbled along on the sofa as you've watched the service. It's been such a long time since you've opened your lungs and you've poured out your praise. In terms of the worship of compassion and mercy, because this is whole life worship, you've been mostly, you haven't engaged with those who maybe need you those you would normally connect with. So your life has been more focused on you than you know is healthy. In terms of worship through hospitality, you've been massively curtailed because you haven't been able to have anyone around to your house. Maybe in terms of your own daily devotions. You've had some great times, but you've struggled to make it last. I believe we can all choose to emerge brighter. We can choose to emerge as worshippers. But it's going to take a decision. It's going to take a decision of the will to say, I am going to worship. 
Like Mary, I'm going to fall at his feet. Like Mary, I'm going to sit at his feet. Like Mary, I'm going to lay it all at his feet for his glory. You know, every day as a Christian is an opportunity to say yes to Jesus, to move towards Jesus, a day to wake up and say, what do you have for me, Lord? You first. Maybe this week you could make a decision. Maybe it's a decision that you're going to find somewhere private where you can pour out your praise. You're going to open your lungs. You're going to sing your heart out. Maybe there's someone in need that you know you could reach out to. Shake off the cocoon of self-focus. Maybe there's someone you can invite around for tea in your garden. A neighbour who hasn't seen anyone for years. Shake off the cocoon of isolation. Maybe there's a good spiritual habit of sitting at his feet that you kind of did a bit last year, but you need to return to it. Shake off the cocoon of apathy. Now, right at the end of the story of raising Lazarus, we see both reactions once again, the worshippers and the wanderers. Verse 45. Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. They worshipped. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. They'd seen his compassion, they'd seen his miracles, and they went and they dobbed him in. It's your choice to emerge brighter, choosing worship and wonder over wandering will help you emerge brighter. I'm praying for you, church, that you will make that choice. And I know what the Father's heart is. Father, help us to worship you with everything we have. To fall at your feet, to sit at your feet, and to lay it all at your feet. And in doing so, we will emerge brighter. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, you made it to the end. That's even more encouraging. If you'd like to find out more about who we are, visit our website at thelightchurch.org.uk. We pray God's blessing on you now as you go into the rest of your day.